this afternoon I want to use this time just to cover some few points. Hallelujah. Amen. Just to cover some few points. And um, wow, it is always wonderful, it's always great to find ourselves in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Let us just pass through this word of God before we go to this point. Um, the word of God from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse number 21. I will give to him, heir to him, his thought so that he may be a snare to him. And so that the hand of Philistine, Philistines may be against him. So Saul said to David, Now you, are, you have a, a, a second opportunity to, be, to become my son-in-law. Then Saul ordered his attendants to speak to David privately and said, Look, the, king's likes, the king likes you. And his attendants all love you. Now become his son-in-law. They repeat this words to David, but David said, Do you think it is a smaller matter to become a king's son-in-law? I'm only a poor man and little known. Saul replied, Say to David, the king wants no other price for the bride than a hundred Philistines for skins to take revenge on his enemies. Saul planned to have David fall by was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. David took his men with him and went out and killed 200 Philistines and brought them back their forced skins. They counted out the full number of the king to the king so that David might become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave him his daughter, Michelle, in marriage. Saul became still more afraid of him and he remained his enemy for the rest of his days. The Philistine commanders continued to go out to battle and as often as they did, David met with, met with more success than the rest of Saul's officers, and this name became known. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, if we are recapping on what we were talking about yesterday, it was now after when Saul was jealous, he had a spirit of jealousy. 
And now you can say that it was spirit of jealousy and the spirit of competition that he was against this young man, David. Hallelujah. And he began to plan more and more. A lot of evil plans that he was planning to capture. He was planning to kill David so that David could be could not be a king. That's what he was trying. All his effort was trying to arrest David. Hallelujah. And having David being killed, that's what he was trying to do. But what we see from this text is that whatever Saul tried did not work. Whatever Saul meant for David's bed, God was turning it for what? For his good. Whatever that soul was trying to capture David, to kill David, God, David, God was doing what? Was turning it for what? For David's good. I want to tell you this. It's the same thing, you know, when God is on your side, all things work together for what? For good. When God is what? Is on your side. What your enemy meant for your bed, what your enemy meant to destroy you, God always turned it for your good when God is where is by your side. That's what the Bible says that in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 28. The Bible says that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them that has been called according to his purpose. Not to anybody. This is not a general, general statement that says that all things work together for good. No. All things work together for good to them that love God. To those who have been called what? According to his purpose. Because God becomes an orchestrator. The one who manipulates, the one who changes situation so that they can work for good to them that love him. Not to everybody. He's not going out to make, God is not going out to make sure that everything works together for good for everybody. But to them that love him, to those who are in his purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people may think, oh, it's like everything works together for good to everybody. No, not to everybody. To them that love God. To them that God is on their side. Amen. What your enemy meant for your bad, God turned it for what? For your good. But to somebody who the Lord is not on their side, the Lord is not fighting for them, the Lord is not on their Not everything works together for good. Like Saul, when you're really, okay, God was on David's side, but God was not on Saul's side. 
to Saul's side, not everything was working for good. To David, everything was what? Was working for good. To the Philistines, not everything was working for good. When David could go and kill 200 of them, it was not working for good for them. But it was working for good for what? For David. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then all things work together for good to them that love God. That means they must do something. They must not just say everything work together for good. They must do something. And part of doing something, they must make sure that they love God. Hallelujah. They must make sure that they love God. They are doing their part of loving the Lord. They are doing their part to make sure that God is on their side. That God is on their side. God is happy about them. Hallelujah. That's what they must do. They must make sure that they do their part. They are part of loving the Lord. Then also David was that kind of a man that, first of all, he did this part to make sure that what? He loved the Lord. He made sure that he is walking in accordance with God's will. Then that's why everything now to David, it was working for his good. Even though the, the enemy now, because the enemy now, it was, the enemy was not very far. The enemy was the devil. It was not only the devil. It was a soul now. Who was trapping him. Who was saying, okay, let me tell. What, what kind of a strategy must I come with to capture him? It's okay. I've got my beautiful daughter. Let me now try so that they, he can marry my beautiful daughter. It was a strategy. So, okay, I think these people, they love each other. Let me use this strategy to capture him. That's what he tried. When he have tried there to say that, okay, maybe when you go to the Philistine, the Philistine are going to take care of him. But when he got there, because God was in his side, he did not only kill the hundred, he killed two hundred. Hallelujah. Amen. He did not only kill one hundred, he killed what? Two hundred. I can see God helping you to achieve double-double in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, there was this song that I love so much. That say, oh, my God is good. Everything is double-double. My double-double. My car double-double. My jobs are double-double. My everything is double, double, double. Then God was making sure that everything is double, double in the house of what? Of David. Victory was, the victory was supposed to be 100. It was 200. Just to make a point, just to make a statement. That I am with David. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. I feel pity for those who are challenging us, who are challenging you, thinking that you are about to despair, you are about to fall down. 
not knowing that greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. Amen. Not knowing that we are more than the conqueror. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Not knowing that God is in the mission to make sure that you are successful. Not knowing that Jehovah is in the mission that to make sure that whatever you touch, what? Prosper. I'm saying to you, there will be no failure in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. God is about to orchestrate and turn everything for our good in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, can we just go to this verse in the book of Psalm? Psalm chapter 1. La prashyata payata labaha. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps with the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit with the company of the mockers, but who delight in the law of the Lord day. Who made and meditate on his Lord day and night? That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruits in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, what prospers. First of all, this person who the Bible is saying that he is blessed. The Bible said that this person loved the Lord in such a way that. He checks who he fellowships with. Amen. He checks who's feeding their mind. He checks who's their company. Just, to, just because they, they love the Lord too much. Amen. They are practicing their, 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 their way to love God. Amen. So that everything must work for their good. Then they don't walk with the steps, in the steps of the wicked. Or sit with the sinners. Or sit in the company of the mockers. And after that, in order to know and to be in the plans of God, to be in the will of God, they delight in the law of the Lord. They delight in the word of God. They meditate upon the word of God. The Bible doesn't say once, but day and night, every day of the Lord, they are trying to find out what is it that the Lord loves? What is it that pleases the Lord? I want to find that secret. I want to please him. And the Bible said that that person will be like a tree planted by the streams of water. Which will yield its fruits in season. This tree is well watered. This tree, this person, they are always ready for their miracle. They are always ready for their season. When their season comes for their miracle, you won't stop their promotion. You won't stop the wonderful thing the Lord to do for them. Why? They are well watered. They are well prepared. They are like the tree planted by the streams of water. Which will yield its fruits in season. Oh, you know there is that mango tree which is well watered. You always know that come the season of mangoes, mangoes will manifest. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. 
In each season, it will bear much fruit. When you are a Christian who loves the Lord, who is well watered, who is living in the presence of God, who is meditating upon the word of God, you are like a tree which is planted by the streams of water, which will yield this season, fruit in season. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the Lord will make be making sure that everything work together for you are good. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say Amen. I'm saying your season is on the way in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sometimes when you know that your season is coming, you don't even compare yourself with other people. Don't even compete. Hey, move in the in the season of God. Amen. Move in the pace of God. Amen. When you know that I'm doing what I can, I've done my best. I'm loving the Lord. And by its season, I'm about to bear out fruits. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't compete. Don't compare yourself with others. Don't be distracted by their success. If they succeed, celebrate their success. You are the child of God. Your season is coming in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are seasoned to be elevated. What? It's coming. You can listen, it. You can listen when David was talking here. He was not competing with Saul. He did not say that, oh, after Saul, I'm going to be the He was just being him. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Be yourself in the Lord. Amen. Don't compete. Amen. Don't compare yourself with others. Amen. Relax in the Lord. Being busy loving the Lord. Amen. Doing your responsibility in the Lord. Amen. Keep on keeping on saying it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that when you are that, whose leaves do not wither. Your leaves will never wither in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will, we will never go down in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will never lose our anything in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will never lose anything important in our life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because the Lord is our hey, shakaraba sotala bahaya. The Lord is is our nutrients. Amen. He's the one who makes everything be well in our lives. Amen. He is the one who makes everything work to our good in our life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Your leaves, our leaves will never wither from today in Jesus' name. Amen. I can see you blossoming, blossoming, and blossoming. When they say others are growing up to despair, you'll be growing up to be more beautiful. 
you will be growing yes. up and everything will be much getting better and better and better amen when they wonder how you say no i'm like a tree which is planted by the streams of water i am planted in the presence of god i feed myself on the word of god he's my nutrifier hey Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. I can see the Lord being a nutrient to your everything. Amen. You are every not only your body. Hey, he's a nutrient to your everything that belongs to you. Amen. Everything that belongs to us is blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says that whatever they do prospers. Hey, you are about whatever you do, whatever we do, what will prosper, will succeed. Every project you will start, everything that you find yourself doing, know that you are as long as you are in it, what it will succeed. It shall prosper. Hallelujah. Amen. Say I am prospering. I am prospering. I am prospering. Hallelujah. Amen. That was David. David, the Bible said that they thought this man in some of the battles that he will lose, but no, Jehovah was on his side. Every battle he overcame. Every battle He won. Amen. That's what the Bible says that verse number 13. The Philistine commanders continued to go out to battle and often as they did David met with more success than the rest of Saul's officers. And his name became well known. Wow. You know, every time when you are sent out for the battle It was also a orchestrated snare that okay maybe they will get David and he will fall but God was orchestrating everything that on every battle he must win Amen. so that David's territory can grow up bigger and bigger I'm saying to you whether you know it or whether you don't know it there is God who's going to be making sure that you grow up bigger and bigger Amen. bigger financially Amen. bigger in every way and in every sector of so our life in Jesus name Amen. until he fulfill what he said that he will fulfill in your life Amen. until he sees you at the top god is not done with you Amen. until he sees you where you are on top Amen. are you getting what i'm saying Amen. Until the prophecy that has been spoken to your life is fulfilled, but when you make sure that what you do, you are part of loving the Lord. You do, you are part of staying in the streams of water. Amen. And let every sector of your life be watered by the presence of God. Be watered by the anointing. Be watered by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what the Bible says that when you David will go out there to fight with others. 
who were coming from the camp of Saul. But his victory could be rated that, hey, David's results are higher. David's results are better. They could see that there's something that made David stand out. That's the anointing for you. Anointing will what? Will beautify your things. Are you getting what I'm saying? I can see the Lord beautifying our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your life is going to be so glorious in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our achievement will be great. Amen. You know, when they were anointing David, when they were prophesying to the life of David, ah, it seems like what are they doing? But when the prophecy is coming to pass like this, when things are beginning to happen, in the life of David, you could look back, oh, it was that day when of that day when the man of God anointed him with oil. It was the, that day. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. You know, like this, when we're spending our time in the presence of God, we are decreeing, we are declaring, we are prophesying like this. Some somebody there, they're just quite like letting those prophecies go. Uh, 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 uh. It's time to capture them. It is time to invest and receive them. Amen. The one who will make them to come to pass is not man, it's God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. As a great things you shall achieve in the name of Jesus. Amen. Brighter and greater shall be our future in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. So it was David's destiny. It was made by prophecies. It was made by anointing. It was made by power. David, how he was making it. How he was coming out with the better results, great results. It was not by strength. It was not by natural wisdom. It was God, his supernatural strength. Extraordinary wisdom. May God be the same to us in Jesus' name. May he give you, may he make you see what are things that other people don't see. Amen. May he give Amen. us ideas that other people don't have. Amen. May he give us health that other people don't have. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No wonder the Bible says that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Oh, let us go to that verse in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. Raki froshi katia vazo katia bahaya. Hey! Verse number 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Hey, he, he renews our strength. He gives us supernatural strength. Amen. To tackle all the challenges of life. Amen. To tackle hey, every project, every duty that you find yourself doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. When you speak, when you walk, when you act, when you do anything, he will be helping you to do it. 
He will be helping us to get those great results. Those wonderful results. And I'm saying to you, at the end of the day, you are about to stand out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Say, my day is blessed. My, day is blessed. my family is blessed. My career is blessed. Our country is blessed. The whole world is blamed. Say, devil, take off your hand from my life, from my family, from my career, from my anything. 